in today's show. I am here live on YouTube. I'm going to answer your questions as we sit around waiting for the NBA season to restart. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and we are available on all platforms. I wasn't sure what I was going to do on today's show and I thought, you know what? Let's do a mailbag show. We normally would do an injury show today, but because teams are away, we won't get the injury reports back. Yeah, probably Wednesday, maybe Thursday. So I'll do an injury show there when we get updates on all of these players. But I'm sure you guys have got questions about some of the things that have trickled out over the last few days, ways that you're trying to set up for your playoffs in fantasy basketball. So we're here. We're here ready to, uh, to answer those questions. And I'm here ready to talk to you. Um, someone, Joel O'Reilly, just starting off with a non-basketball question, and that's totally fine. Why the Western Bulldogs? Because it's, uh, it's family, right? It's been that way for, yeah, a hundred years. We've had family play for the club. Our family was from Footscray. Sim- simple as that. Like when you, when your family lives sort of across the road from the ground, that's, uh, that's the way it goes, really. Is Draymond Green a drop? It's a good question. Always, always, always. It's going to depend on your individual situation. But in the vast majority of cases, if Draymond's not back for three to four weeks, and then he'll be on some sort of a minutes limit as he ramps back up from this back injury, it's really, really hard to consider holding him. Now, as always, the caveat will always apply. Do you have an open injured reserve slot? And if the answer is yes, then he sits in there. But when you need it, then you might have to drop. But if your playoffs don't start for four weeks and you're the number one seed and you don't need it, then it is going to vary. But I think in a vast majority of cases, the answer to is Draymond Green a drop is going to be yes. It's going to be yes. Is the Raptors front court really that crowded? Beans. All right, so they start they start with three forwards, Ananobi, Siakam, and Barnes, and their bench consists of four centers, Birch, Achua, Boucher, and Thadia. So yes, it's pretty crowded. So it's hard, look, and those three starting forwards play 36, 37 minutes each. And then you've got to try and push them into positions in the backcourt, like Ananobi will play the two, Barnes will play point guard. And but the guys coming off your bench are all centers. So it is pretty crowded, yes. Okay. Based on projections, Capella is my worst player in a 10-team nine-catch. Should I stream his spot or hold? Yusuf, in general, you want to stream your worst player through. Like you can you can drop in that spot, but I would be I would be really cautious on looking at your team. There is is that is he your worst player based on punting free throws? Because I'm pretty sure if you've got Capella, you're losing free throws most week. So if you turn a punt free throw situation on, is he still your worst player? That's what I would look at. Is that young must roster? No, Walter, he is not must roster. He is someone that you could consider, but it's again, it's so hard talking about the Raptors, going back to what we just spoke about. How do we find 
um, enough minutes for him to be valuable. I'm not sure it's there really. When do I think Ben Simmons will debut? I think that he will give him not not this week. I think next week he'll 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 play his first game, but I don't know. Another question on Draymond, which I just answered, but StockTwit says he's Draymond to drop. I think the Warriors are blowing smoke up our ass like they always do. That what have they said? The Warriors haven't said anything, so I don't I don't know what they've done that's um that's blowing smoke up our ass. They gave us a very non-specific injury update, which is basically in line with what whatever or exactly what Draymond said the other day. It was like, yeah, at some point after the All Star break, we expect him back, and Draymond's like, yeah, three to four weeks. So I don't really see what the confusion is there. Do I think Seth Curry can produce top 100 value with Simmons and Dragic? Not really worried about Dragic. Um, with Simmons, no, I, I don't think. There's just if Simmons, Durant, Kyrie for half the games, Mills, Dragic, there's just too many guys there. I think he can be on the fringe of the top 100, and I think Curry takes the priority clearly over Dragic and over Mills, but not over Simmons, not over Durant, not, not over Kyrie. So it might be hard for him to be a top 100 player. I think that would be my guess. Oh, I love it. Is LeBron a shutdown candidate? If LeBron gets hurt and he's unable to play in games, then yes, he will not play in games. That is where it will go. We just froth over shutdowns. It's so annoying. No offense to you, Lepresti, but it is just the most annoying thing to be constantly thinking about how can we project when someone's going to get hurt. Like It's it's impossible to do. Also, again, I know people are people are doing this and they're, they're, and I love I love the branding on it. It's Richie Benno Day in the States. Two for two, two, two. It's the 22nd of February, 2022. It's a lot of twos. That was the date here yesterday. It's the 22nd for you guys today. I hope you guys are all enjoying a Richie day um, by browsing Richie Benno on YouTube. Um, greatest Richie Benno commentary classic moments. Um, just watching some classic, you know, uh, yeah, Lily versus Javid Miendad battles. Um, you know, Warren versus Gadding. Just all, all the Richie classics. So make sure you are you're browsing and looking at uh, Benno highlights over on YouTube. Okay, what have I been up to during the break? Not very much. I don't know why. I was saying why it's not coming up on the screen. What what have I been up to during the break? Hmm. Um, honestly, not much. I had you know, I'm coaching my son's footy team again, so we had training. Um, went down to the beach on the weekend. Just really relaxing, sleeping in, taking it easy taking Obi for more walks. That's it. Simple stuff. What are my thoughts on Cade in a points league? Will he improve? Well, if he improves in a points league, he'll improve in a category league. So that's not really, doesn't really matter there. But yes, I think he's going to be really good. Like he's already, he's already pretty good. Do you think Davion Mitchell have any rest of season value in a 12 team category league? I think it is tough to suggest that because we've seen that now that with Holiday, DiVincenzo, now Lamb, Mitchell's pushed back to a smaller role, and he's not the most fantasy-friendly player anyway. And with Fox and Sabonis going off and putting up big usage numbers, it's just not enough there for Mitchell. So I highly, highly doubt that. Would I stash Haywood if you're locked into playoffs? Well, there's no real timetable on Gordy at this stage, which makes it tough. Um, if there's no other option out there, then sure, hold on to him. But I think it might become a little bit, um, a little bit touch and go for his value. But it's not touch and go for price picks because you know what it is. It's daily fantasy made easy. It's straightforward. You pick two to five players and you go over under on their individual projections, whether that's a points or threes or rebounds. You pick it, look at the number and go, yeah, go over, go under. Mush them together, 
and you get up to 10 times your entry fee back if you win that. Very, very simple. It's not just the NBA. We've got college basketball, college football when that's on, Major League Baseball when that's cracking, other soccer, MMA, so much more stuff. And PricePix has an exclusive no-brainer of an offer for all of our users. You get 50 bucks for free if a player in your first PricePix entry scores a single point, but you must use the code NBA. That's right. It's an exclusive offer available to Locked On fans. Sign up today and use the code NBA, 50 bucks for free if a player in your first PricePix entry scores a single point. Okay. Who's an easier drop in nine cat, Cam Thomas or Jalen Smith? Well, you haven't given us any indication of how many teams are in your league, but I think it's Thomas. Dragic, Simmons, Curry, Mills, eventually Irving will be back at some point soon. Um, and Thomas just won't have that role, I don't think. What would Westbrook's rank be if you punt field goals, free throws, and turnovers? Well, you can always just check this out on basketballmonster.com. Like that, player rankings are free to check out. You can always go and do that. Um, but since you asked, I will go and have a look. I'll open up my rankings page and I'll tell you where Russell Westbrook goes if you punt those three categories. All right. Rusty Westbrook is 35th punting those three categories. So there you go. Is Isaiah Jackson a hold? I, I think so. But... I think we always, we have to calm down a bit about him because as I said on the waiver wire show yesterday, he's played like 160 NBA minutes. He started, what, two games and one of those he rolled his ankle in the first five seconds. And yeah, he had a good game, sure. But this, we look at him, oh, this is great three-point shooting, big. I don't think he hit a single three-pointer in college last year. Like this is something that's happened here so far in the NBA, but it wasn't part of his game. So, yeah, and if Miles Turner plays, then will they play Jackson at the four? They haven't really done that at all this year. And there's still Brissett, there's Goga, there's Taylor, there's Smith. I would hold him, but I wouldn't be surprised if it doesn't work out. What's my thoughts on Josh Hart after joining the Blazers? Can he maintain high performance? Yeah, I don't really expect, I don't really expect him to drop off. When do we expect Alex Crusoe back with the latest update? Um, yeah, it's still probably a week away would be my guess. Maybe two weeks, but probably a week away is the initial guess there. Who is my worst player? Kobe White, Stephen Adams, or Karis LeVert? It is Kobe White. Is Jackson Hayes a hold? Yeah, absolutely he is, yes. Since Draymond is out for four weeks, is Kaminga must roster? No, he's not. They will mix and match. It'll be Porter. It'll be Kaminga. It'll be Payton. Just look at last game. Kaminga did not start. Kaminga has issues with field goals and free throw percentage. He can be a points and rebounds guy if the minutes are there. But he is not in any situation, I don't think, a must-roster player in 12 or 14 team leagues. There's too much inconsistency in his production and in the minutes to be that. What are my thoughts on Brogdon? He plays for Indiana. What are my thoughts on Shea? He plays for Oklahoma City. Stocktwit says, is Gafford cuttable? It's a really interesting one with Gafford. I have no idea what the Wizards are going to do. Are they going to actually, is Porzingis going to play? If Porzingis does play, are they going to play him at center? Because of course, their best player, amazingly so, their best player is Kyle Kuzma. And Kyle Kuzma has been playing at the four. So do you move Kuzma to the three to put Porzingis at the four? Do you keep Kuzma at the four and put Porzingis at the five? And then it's just backup minutes there for Bryant. And then when, when does Gafford play, if at all? Does Kuzma move to the three? 
limiting what Kispert can do and Caldwell Pope and Avdia and really, really marginalizing where Rui Hachimura plays. I don't know what they do. Given what they did before, when they literally just stopped playing Gafford because they are dumb, um, there's a chance that they just say, well, Harrell's out, Porzingis is in. That's the straight swap. Porzingis and um, Bryant are now our center rotation and Gafford doesn't play. But if Porzingis doesn't play, then there's a chance that Gafford plays 24 and Bryant plays 24 and we're, we're rolling. So I would hold Gafford for now and to see what happens with the Porzingis situation. But if Porzingis does actually play amazingly, I, I, I think it's going to be really rough for him. Really rough. Did I get a trim? Yes. Very, very smooth stuff going on here. Seth Curry or Devin Vassell? That's a good question. I think it's going to depend a little bit on your team. Vassell's more of a, you get some defensive stats in there where Seth's going to just be points with some assists. I'm just going to look at my projection so I'm not talking out of my ass. I've got them like really close, like 101 and 108 with Vassell marginally ahead. But that's that. Ch- if Vassell plays 30 minutes to the 31 minutes, Curry goes ahead. Like it's really close and it is just going to be, um, yeah, Seth's probably going to give you more threes. Vassell's going to give you probably more defensive stats, more blocks from a guard. But that's where it goes to. Reggie says, Duarte? And I say, yes. What's the question, Reg? Give me a question. Benny says, is Capella a buy low? A little bit, but I'm not feeling really confident about it. I think if you could get him for your worst player, sure. Your two worst players, I would do it. But I think it's going to be a lot of ups and downs. They've got a capable backup. I think his ankles and Achilles are still iffy. And I'm not convinced that he's going to be rocking and rolling as a top 30 bloke as we move forward from here. So a little bit, but maybe not. Is Kleber a hold? Yeah. Yeah, he is. I, I think at the moment. What are my thoughts on Lillard returning if the Blazers are in the play-in set? I honestly don't think he's going to play. It might be 5%, but I don't think he's going to play. With CP3 out now, what is his projected rank to end the regular season? Well, rankings are dependent on what everyone else does. I can tell you where Chris Paul currently is. I can't project where he's going to end up for the rest of the season because that would be that would be me telling you like what everyone else is, you know, how everyone else is going to perform, which I, I guess I... That's what my projections do. But let's just talk about the easy stuff. Chris Paul is the 19th ranked player on a per-game basis this season. He's not playing again in the regular season. Would be you know, the absolutely uh, common sense guess. So that's where he is. Top 20, top 25 maybe. Maybe he pushes to top 17. Who knows? Let's have a look. What else have we got here? How my fantasy league's been going? Um, my two ones on Yahoo are going pretty well. I think I'm first and fourth in those two. My two um, locked-on championships leagues are not going particularly well. Um, not going well there. And in 30 deep, I'm third out of 30 teams, but unfortunately, I've got Anthony Davis. So I think I'm wrecked in that one. So three out of the five are going pretty well. Happy with how all those have turned out. What should you do with Brogdon and AD? It's very, very hard to consider holding AD. Brogdon, let's see. If he does not play this first game after the All-Star break, Brogdon, I would have no problem moving on. I, I, I personally probably would have dropped in three weeks ago. Actually, I know I would have dropped in three weeks ago. But if you've held this long and he does play after the All-Star break, then you're okay. But if he's had all of this time off and then still doesn't play, then I, I would be seeing you later. As for AD, again, it's reevaluated in four weeks. It's probably down to three weeks now. That's going to put you 
you know, in 16th of March or whatever. So basically fantasy championship, fantasy semifinal week, and it'd be limited then. Very hard to hold someone through that. My worst players are Giddy and Cade. Who do I stream in an 18 points? Who do I drop to stream for the players? Well, as you're aware, Lanaya, Lanaya Kia, in an 18 points league, your waiver wire is chock full of players. So don't worry about name value. Oh, Josh Giddy's going really well. He is. Yeah, that's true. Cade, great name. That's fine. But streaming in, well, I'll tell you who you can drop to stream. Who's scoring the most fantasy points in your league? Over the last month, over the last two weeks, which one of these guys is more productive? Remembering the Giddy's numbers are going to drop when Shea returns. Right? But those guys, if they're your worst two players, and say that they're say they're averaging the same number over the last two weeks, I'd take Cade over Giddy and I'd, I'd drop Giddy. But in an eight-team league, you just be ruthless. You just got a couple of because there's so much value out on your waiver wire. Is Cousins relevant for Denver? Absolutely not. Unless something has broken in the last five minutes saying Nick Jokic is out for the season or something like that. But no, Cousins has no relevance whatsoever. Um, I see he's signed for the rest of the season. Willie Cauley Stein to Philadelphia, so that means nothing. That's cool. Is Zion entering bust territory? No, I don't think so. There's a lot of weird stuff going on with Zion and it doesn't reflect well on him or his management team at all or the Pelicans to a degree, but there's a lot there on, on Zion, but it doesn't make him a bust at this stage. Not yet. It's been a bad start though. Let's. But the other thing we got to remember is when he played last season, he was dominating. Like he, I thought, was should have been on the All-NBA team. That's how good he was in his second year. He was dominating. But all the other bullshit around it makes it pretty frustrating, doesn't it? Better line. Football season is over, but basketball, we are flying, absolutely flying at the moment. And college hoop, college, not football, college hoops is also at full tilt. The latest odds, totals, player performance props, you find them all at betonline.net, the number one spot for all of your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds as well. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline is where the game starts. Okay. Ooh, here's an update on campaign. He said his wrist sprain is feeling better. He's having some complications, but he's currently day-to-day and praying for a return soon. Okay. Don't know what that means exactly. But I think that he is a must-roster player, as you may have heard in my show yesterday. Is infinite ads per week broken? Yeah, probably is, Jacob. Probably is broken. It's not, not an ideal setup, I don't think. Zion finally reached out to CJ. Maybe all it took was that interview. Yeah, all it took was them saying, hey, why hasn't this prick reached out to me? And he went, oh, I better reach out to him. That, that, to me, that doesn't... It would have been worse if he didn't. doesn't really mean much that he did, though. Do I think Van Vliet's production after the All-Star break will be closer to his current form? I think that you look at Fred Van Vliet as a guy that could rank anywhere between 10 and 20 for the rest of the season. And, and I don't really see huge variations. What do I suspect minutes distribution will be with Dylan Brooks back healthy? He'll play 30. Morant will play his minutes. Bain will play 30. And Melton will play like 19. Zaire Williams will drop way back. John Conchar will probably be out of the rotation. Kyle Anderson will be limited as well. You don't know if I've answered this, Delwing says, but CP3, should I hold him? No, absolutely not. There is no reason to hold him. 
he's reevaluated in six to eight weeks. Six weeks puts him at April 1st. That's the best case scenario of reevaluation. There is no way that I would bother holding him. Who's better rest of season, Kaminga and Akiki? It is Akiki by a country mile. It is miles, miles ahead to be Akiki. Um, why are you such a big fan of Shengun? The upside is not as big to hype him after every game. I believe pain after Paul's injury, even Io over Shengun. Well, Rokas, I think you're just completely misinterpreting everything I've said. I don't hype him after every game at all. In fact, you can listen to them multiple times where I've said to drop him. Simple as stuff. But a guy that can get points, rebounds, assists, steals, and blocks and be efficient can be a fantasy beast when the minutes are there, but they're not there. So I'm not hyping him every game. And pain over him is an obvious one. It's very obvious. Ayo Dasumnu over him at the moment, for sure. And as I've said plenty of times, again, for some reason, this I just get mischaracterized as a bloke who's in here double fisting yeah, Shengun under the under the table, which is just as far from the truth as it can possibly be. Shengun, I think, is going to be a really good player. I think he's a future top 40 fantasy player, maybe higher. I think if he played 31 minutes a night, he'd be a top 60 guy this year. But the path of him doing that, it's just not going to happen. Unless there's an injury to Wood, I cannot see them doing it. So there is no, I don't think there is any point in having him on your roster at this stage. And I've said that multiple times. So, Rockers, I don't know what you're hearing me say or what you're reading about what I'm saying, but it's, that's not the truth. Anyway, Dennis Schroeder, how do we feel about him? I don't feel he's very good and he should not be on a 12-team roster. Um, will Seth Curry's value go down with Dragic coming in? Probably a little bit, but the big impact is going to be Simmons. That's where your big impact is. Dragic, remember, has played like one game this year. He can't play over like 26 minutes a night and he won't get anywhere near that on this team, I wouldn't have thought. Um, don't overhype Dragic. What are, my, what are Tobias Harris' thoughts after the Harden trade? I think he's going to lose value. Trimmer Kiki is quite streaky. Why is he must roster? Is Mo regressing? Well, yes. We've seen Bumba's minutes push down a little bit. We've seen Akiki's push up. And yeah, a lot of magic watchers will tell you that they think that there may be a change in coming where Akiki starts for Bumba. And I think you've got to ride with that. I think you've got to look at what he's done over the last month. Big defensive numbers, occasional offensive pop-offs, some good threes, the minutes pushing up. It's moving well. He's streaky in shooting, but yeah, look, and he can't, that, that's, that's the volatility with defensive stats, but I'd much rather Trimmer Akiki than Matisse Thibault if I'm looking for defensive stats very, very easily. I got Shea off the wire. I hope OKC are not tanking. OKC are clearly tanking. Clearly tanking. But that does not mean that Shea is not playing. People just... Uh, I know that it's a common narrative. Oh, the Thunder. They're the worst thing possible in the NBA. They're just not going to play anybody. Uh, Shea's going to play. I'm really confident that Shea's going to play. And they're not just going to say, Shea, do you mind just taking the last three months of the year off for, enough, for an injury that's not real? I, I just don't think that's going to happen. We'll see. But them but them tanking and Shea playing are not two things that are that have to conflict with each other. Um, do I drop Anthony Davis? I've talked about that already. Is Simmons still worth a hold in 14 team? Or should I look to... Yeah, like the Dragon trade has no impact on Ben Simmons. 
Ben Simmons is not only worth a hold in a 14-team league, he's a potential top 50 player the rest of the way. The Dragic situation does not have an impact on Ben Simmons. Can Cleaver be top 80? I think that's pushing it. What are my thoughts on T-Man? Uh, it's either him or Al Ball or Jay Green. I'm big fans of all, all of those guys. Who's T-Man? Terrence Man? Trey Man? I'm going to assume you mean Terrence Man. I think he's fine to have on a 12-team roster. Sorry for being a smartass, but put the full names there. Or put the names there so we, there's no confusion. Um, Terrence Mann is a 12-team league option. There's going to be ups and downs. If Paul George comes back, I think he's an immediate drop, which we'll find out in a couple of days' time. But for now, he's fine to have. Any update on Smart? No. We'll get that in the next couple of days, and then I'll do my injury show on that. Is Crowder a 12-team 9-cat ad? You know what Jay Crowder is. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. I mean, he's absolutely fine to stream in on those days, but he is not a must-roster player. In my mind. Is it game over for for Haywood? We don't know. We just don't have an update at all on when he's coming back. So it might be. I would expect him back in maybe a week or two. And you got playoffs in three. So I'd be inclined to hold if I'm locked in. Um, in a points lead, do I think Portis and White... Who is White? Derek White? Kobe White? I don't know. For Garland is fair. But it doesn't really matter what I think is fair, because fair doesn't have anything to do with it. You tell me. What does Portis average? What does your mystical white here average? And what does Garland average? Does it make sense? If you're doing a two-for-one trade, what is the average value of someone that's sitting on the waiver wire? Add them plus 20% onto Garland's numbers, and then you get to see whether it balances out or not. You can see what they average. I cannot, because I don't know what your points league is. But that's how you work it out. Pain in 12, man? man? Yes, absolutely. Might not work out, but you've got to grab him. Do I think Maxi is still going to be a must roster? I don't think he will be, but I'm not dropping him yet. Does Tristan Thompson hurt Vooch at all? Only if Billy Donovan has brain damage. <laughs> yeah, simple as that. The thing that will hurt Vooch is the return of Levine. Because Vooch was putting up big numbers with Levine out. Tristan Thompson does not hurt him at all. What are my thoughts on Jackson Hayes or Justice, Justice Winslow in a nine-cat head-to-head? That's a tough one. I feel more confident in Winslow's role and minutes than I do with Hayes's, but Hayes has probably got a little bit more upside. I personally would probably take Justice there, but it's not, it's not a big difference. But I think they're both top 100 guys, and I think you should look to get them both on your roster. Do I think any chance Hartenstein gets near 20 minutes per night? Well, if I was coaching them, they would, or he would. But I'm not. So, hmm. I'll, I'll go under on that. Campaign in a 10 team, that's borderline to me. I think he's probably got a shot to be like top 100, top 105 rest of season. In a 10 team league, your top 100 players are your core guys. And then everyone else is sort of streamable through and, and moving around pretty quickly. So, he's on the fringes there. Block, Seth Curry, Neto, Terrence Mann, any of those must roster. Neto is definitely not. Terrence Mann, I'd say Seth Curry is must roster there. And then Mann and Bullock would be next. But again, that depends on your league size. But I'd have Curry, Mann, Bullock, Neto as the order there. Any updates on Chris Duarte? There is nothing. There's no updates on most players at this point. We'll get more of that later on. 
pick up Franz Wagner in a 10-team points league. Yeah, why is he being dropped? Um, Baisley's my worst player. Well, you have a look. What's Baisley averaging? What's Wagner averaging? Because you might have some sort of exotic scoring system or different scoring system where Baisley is significantly more valuable than Wagner. But remember, Baisley's numbers are going to drop a little bit probably. And if Yokai Isaac ever returns, then Wagner's probably does take a hit somewhat as well. But I, I can't imagine why Wagner would be on your waiver wire. That, that surprises me quite a bit. We've got a couple more questions before we head out of here. Is Scotty Barnes droppable? No, he is not. No, he is not. Any update on John Collins' injury? No, we do not have an update on John Collins' injury. We do not have an update on Marcus Smart's injury, so we hold until we find out more. Is Paddy Mills a drop? Yes, Johnny G, I believe he is a drop. Jay Fantasy. Nine cat, low-end guys on my team are Mark, Marcus Morris, Dasunmu, Vassal, I've got Draymond and IL. Available players off wire are PG, Lowry, Akiki, and Carmelo. Locked in first place. Swap any. Well, I would absolutely be swapping Paul George for Draymond in your IL. Very easily. Paul George could be back and he's better than Draymond. Right? He could be back before Draymond. I would make that switch. I would be okay with dropping... Um, I'd be okay with dropping Morris for Akiki, and I'd even consider dropping Io for Akiki. But it depends on what what your team needs. They're all sort of back end guys. Like Mallow can have some value, Larry can have some value, but it's not that high. Akiki can have some value, but it's not that high. But yeah, that uh, the PG one that's there, yeah, I'd, I'd grab him. It might not work out, but I would switch him for Draymond without too much consideration there. All right, we'll do one more question. Actually, we'll do two because this is a quick one. Is Chris Duarte must roster in 14 team? Yes. What are my thoughts? Oh, sorry, is Tate 12 team worthy in category format? Yes. Barely. Might not be all season, but for now he is, yes. All right, let's do one more question. Am I worried about rest of season value for Anthony Edwards or do you reckon he just needed the all-star rest? I'm not all that worried about him. I think he's a massive, massive buy low chance to get him now. Uh, I'm not really worried about him at all. Hopefully his ankle does not um, create a problem. All right. We should... Uh, yeah, that's it. Let's get out of here. Guys, thanks a lot for being a part of this um, quick show that I chucked out. It was good to uh, it was good to just get get back on and, and chat to you guys. Make sure you are hitting the thumbs up down below. Comment, subscribe, tell your friends. And audio wise, if you're listening later on, hey, next time check us out on YouTube live and get your questions in. But follow the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya. <laughs>